Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Savior. He's the Son of God. Amen. Lord, we welcome You. We honor You. Holy Spirit, we welcome You. Help us to walk with You. And we're believing that You will reveal Your glory to us today. I'm believing with those listening, if they believe with me right now, that You will reveal Your glory to them, that You will meet their needs, whether emotional, physical needs, financial, any, uh, any needs that they have, Lord, we know that You meet all of our needs and wants. Amen. Amen. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I also pray for the Middle East. Send out laborers, Lord, to the Middle East, to Israel. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem and for the peace of Israel. Amen. This series is its a sub-series called Man Was Born to Fellowship with God. Do you realize He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe? His glory and majesty beyond words. He comes as fire. The, that fire is His glory. That's the Holy Spirit. That's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Lord God Almighty. That's something the Holy Spirit reveals. Before getting to that, let me just focus for just a, a short time on that God offers, Jesus Christ offers to fellowship with every person. To literally fellowship God Almighty with, a, with you, with a person. He offers that. He offers Himself fully in every which way. So when we say, you know, the only true God, the great God Jehovah, who fills His glory, fills the universe, He's given His Son to the world. Jesus came, lived like us, died for the world. He's given the Holy Spirit to, the, to every person on the earth. In that same way, we can, we can honestly say that the, the, it, it's, it's beyond words, but the final result of knowing Him is fellowship with Him. Most believers will not do that on the earth. Okay? That's a, that's a reality. But when, when we get to heaven, we will fellowship with Him forever. But every believer will fellowship with Him forever. Literally will be in His presence and glory. Can you... It's so glorious. This is available on the earth. I almost want to continue to just focus on that, that one glorious truth that He offers fellowship. That, And someone may say, okay, what is He like? We just look at Jesus Christ. What is the only true God like? He's, he's revealed Himself fully through His Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the, the image of the invisible God. He's the exact representation of God's nature. He's the... And, and again, oh, I said this earlier, but the Holy Spirit will reveal to someone directly that He, Jesus, is the Lord God Almighty. Let me just state a truth. I was thinking about this earlier. 
Someone may also ask, well, how can I experience His glory? And how can I fellowship with Him? If, if you're saying that that's the answer and that's the... And it's the same thing as salvation. It's going... And again, this is common sense, very basic, but it's going directly to Him. Having that personal, private relationship... A faith, salvation is a face-to-face encounter with Jesus Christ. A great teacher points that out. Nothing else. There's no other way to get saved. We know, but but again, the greatest privilege, and it's the same thing with every phase. Same thing, being born of the Spirit. That's the and water in the Spirit. That's the second phase. Same thing with baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's the third phase. Same thing with fellowship. Amen. He. Just that going directly to Him. What This is the most glorious privilege for a human. Glorious privilege. I I want to say it in such a positive way because everything in our most holy faith is wonderful and glorious. The Lord Jesus... The Holy Spirit becomes more and more wonderful, more and more glorious as we go on with Him. So wonderful from glory to glory. That's a famous scripture. We go from one glorious revelation to another. Hallelujah. That the whole key is that personal private relationship. What prompted this a few days ago, if you listen to this podcast, I've read Jesus' words in Matthew 6. You know, famous thing that He said, when you pray, go into your closet, your private, your room. Shut the door. Pray to your Father who dwells in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. So much about that that I want to say. Okay, several points that I want to make but let's take a short, like almost a, you might call it a timeout, and let's just continue to welcome the Holy Spirit into this podcast. And right where you are, wherever you're listening, and that's such a key. Let's just put it into practice. I believe the absolute key, of course, the answer is Jesus Christ. And then the next key is the Holy Spirit in the power of the Holy Spirit, being born of the Spirit. Much I can say about, much I want to say about that, but as we, let's remember, He's everywhere on the earth. Where you are, everywhere you go, everywhere you are, the the literally, the Lord God Almighty, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is all around you all the time. He has made it simple and easy for us in so many ways. As we go deeper with Him, it becomes simpler, easier. It's, it, again, as I said, more wonderful, more glorious. So, everything about Him, the only true God, too, really too wonderful for us receive I mean that's actually a powerful truth 
Jesus said, I have many things to say to you. He said to his disciples, but you can't bear them now. You can't handle them. There's too, it's just too glorious. He gives us, Jesus spoke about our daily bread. That's our daily portion of Jesus Christ that God has appointed for us. What a privilege to go directly to Him and to be able to receive that. Isaiah, famous scripture, says line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. We're like trees that grow slowly every day. Okay, and here's another scripture I have not referred to much. Jeremiah 23, 29. And okay, before I get to that, here's one of the reasons I'm continuing to really, really emphasize these glorious truths to emphasize that man was born to fellowship with with Jesus Christ, with God. That the key is that personal private relationship with Him. Jesus revealed that. That's the um, another key, the Holy Spirit, being born of the Holy Spirit. Water in the Spirit. Such a key. That's another birth. Man can have, man and women on the earth can have experienced three births. That third one is the key. Born naturally, born again, and then born of water in the Spirit. I, I'm so surprised that people are not teaching this more. That's the key. There's a lot I want to say about that. I may hold off on that because, okay, these one, okay. And as I'm proclaiming this, you can do this too. Any person can do this too. When we state these things, we are confessing the Word of God, right? These are... um, And Jeremiah 23, 29 says, Your Word is like... It says, Is not my Word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? So that fire is the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, the fire, the glo- that's um, when the Bible speaks about fire, you know, that's the glory of the Lord. Really. Jesus said, uh, John the Baptist says, He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He's a consuming fire. Moses in the burning bush, that bush was burning, that's the Holy Spirit. Elijah in chariots of fire, that's the Holy Spirit, that's the glory of God. That's the glory of God is literally the Lord Himself. The angel in Revelation that came down that had his feet were like pillars of fire. That's the that's the glory of God. Isn't that that's what He offers? That's fellowship. When we when someone experiences the Holy Spirit, you understand, He's Jesus. He's God Almighty, the most wonderful, glorious person in the universe. And when someone experiences Him, and they, they'll only want Him. That's just, they will just, He will naturally cause someone to walk with Him and have the passion to walk with Him, to be empowered, to have the passion for the things of God and interest in the things of God. Everything works. That's the whole key. Amen. And so I want to build hunger. I want to... And again, I'm proclaiming these things because it's like it has nothing to do with me. It's a because these things are these are it's the word of God, eternal truths. If you sum it up, you know, it's 
Yes, it's the Word of God. What does that mean? Jesus said, My words are spirit and life. He said, Your word is truth. He said, Heaven and earth will pass away. My words will not pass away. But there, it's, it's when you have the Word and the Holy Spirit, that's the key. But Jesus spoke often about His words, right? I mean, really, really, that's a whole nother subject. But this verse in Jeremiah is powerful. Is not my word like a fire and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? As we continue, okay, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Hearing and hearing and hearing. That's that famous verse. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So it's hearing and hearing and hearing. That breaks down our old nature and breaks through things and and uh, finally our spirit person begins to receive them and so forth. I know I kind of took a little bit longer to, to say that, but it's a very powerful, incredible eternal revelation that we can say these things and empower our spirit being and it can set us free. Like, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Why is it like this? Because we're made in His image. God speaks. Jesus Christ speaks. Jesus Christ, we see, you know, now, today, Jesus Christ is speaking. We know He spoke 2,000 years ago. We have those words recorded. That's incredible. But He's speaking today, too, to us. And we can also, that's why we can speak. The power of life and death is in the tongue. That is powerful. And I have not emphasized that as much recent, you know, in this podcast. I want to emphasize it more. I'm, ha- I'm getting that realization. Okay, and that's why I've been explaining in the last few messages why am I continuing to just, it's almost like I'm saying some of the same things over and over, but we need to hear them over and over again. And just let the, this, the Holy Spirit reveal these glorious things. Okay, back to the Holy Spirit, that, that fire, the glory of God. Okay, this is what I was saying. When someone meets Him directly in this way, He will cause them to walk with Him. Famous scripture in Ezekiel 36. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep and do them. That's the key. That's the right there. Okay. I did make some notes. I was going to speak about this, but I think I've, I've, I mean, the basic point, this next point that I want to just mention is uh, it's, We know we as humans, we miss it, right? We all fall short of the glory of God. Okay, that's number one. Number two, most people don't even get saved. Tragedy. Number three, and I'm not being negative, I'm just making a point. And actually, this number three is, it's related to what I've been saying, someone in the born-again phase 
they're in the first phase. They will not understand the glory of God. And they will not have an interest in, in the things of God, really. And really, this is the normal progression for a believer. We all go we all start in the born again phase, right? That's normal. What's the answer? Go into the second phase. Choose to go in to be born of the Holy Spirit. Just as salvation is a choice for a for a person, same thing with going into the second phase. It's the most glorious privilege. It's the only way. No one can give that to someone else. We can teach about it. We can proclaim it, talk about it, build hunger in people. We could go... I, 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 um, that's why I'm, you know, but it's, it's, it's up to a person and that's the greatest privilege. That's not a negative. That's the most wonderful thing in the universe and when they receive that, they have it and no one gave it to them except the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. They have that. Isn't that wonderful? That's salvation. That's why it's... The great man of God calls it a face-to-face encounter. When someone has that, they have everything. Amen. Alright, next point. What prompted this is... I've been speaking in the last few messages about the wonderful things that Jesus offers within eternal life. The promises, the rewards, treasures, riches. And all of them so wonderful, they're beyond human words. Every single one of them. The Bible has 7,000 promises in all, the experts have found. Jesus has presented it more than 300 in the Gospels, every one of which, again, I want to emphasize that, I mean, every one of them, so glorious and this is all contained within knowing him and having that relationship eternal life what is eternal life it's knowing the only true god and jesus christ amen and and okay and so the revelation that i i think i received it's not a, it's not a revelation forget me forget i probably should not have said that It's just that we as humans, separate from our most holy faith, right? We know as human beings, certain things motivate us, right? We have wants and needs and things motivate us such... And some of the things that do are things like rewards and money and success and, and, um, you know, getting our needs fulfilled. An example is food. You know, the things that we, we all have things that, okay, that motivate us, is my point. God made us that way. And the proof of this, you might say, is that these incredible promises, rewards, treasures, and riches that Jesus offers, the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ, um, that There's so much I want to say. This is a wonderful topic. It's so important.
important. You know, if Jesus taught about it, it's so important. And it just permeates his teachings from his very first teaching until the last teaching that we have. I mean, it just permeates. Okay, here, let me give a side note. Here's something. It's all, I, I believe that I, it's, if someone has not been born of the Spirit, I don't think that they're going to understand this overall topic of the promises, rewards, treasures, and riches. I think that, and again, the key, it's simple. The Holy Spirit reveals these things. But one way to look at this is before someone is born of the Spirit, and again, we all go through the born-again phase before we get to the second we all so but someone in the born-again phase will basically um, try if they're trying to walk with Jesus Christ they will try they're trying to be like Jesus personally they're trying to do ministry they want to you know they're trying to help well but it's all rejected because it's the flesh and they really won't be able to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Technically, this is interesting. Jesus in, said that when someone is born of water and the Spirit, they enter the kingdom. That's powerful. So, now, here's the, the great news. When someone's born of the Holy Spirit, they will. The Holy Spirit will reveal to them um, everything that they need to know and and want to know the holy spirit will they will realize that the key is Jesus and the power of the holy spirit it's us furnishing the vessel for God almighty to work in and through us both personally and in ministry in a sense we could say i've i've heard some teachers say this god doesn't need us we need him I mean, that's common sense, right? But He doesn't need us. We need Him in every which way from salvation on. We need Him for ministry. We need Him in our personal relationship. I mean, that's, I know that sounds absolutely basic, but someone may say, oh, well, God only does His work through humans and so forth. That's true. But the bottom line is, I'm just saying, the key, this wonderful Holy Spirit who is Jesus Christ and reveals the deep things of God, reveals the mysteries of the Kingdom of Heaven. And so, m- moving on to this topic, let's, let's sum it up as rewards and treasures and riches. I mean, it, you can't sum it up because it's, it's too wonderful. The Beatitudes. Nine times Jesus used the word makario, which is translated blessed. You know what that word really means? It could be translated happy. That's one of the, the best translations of it. But also favored, fortunate, and rich. Rich are the poor in spirit. That's the first one. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So the overview of this, in the Beatitudes, 
Jesus is, I believe, when He's revealing, this is just some aspects of it, I believe He's revealing how someone can know God. The first seven of the, of the Beatitudes, the first seven, you might call them revelations and truths, I believe are a progression of how someone that some that someone can experience in knowing God. The last two deal with persecution, but the the first seven, every he he basically gives. Again, these are mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, revelations, truths, but they're also so simple, someone doesn't ever have to hear them to experience all seven. Those of us who've heard the teaching, we're so fortunate that modern technology has allowed the Bible to be preserved for 2,000 years and now we can read what He said. I mean, that's incredible. But these seven, it's a... Okay, in every one of them, it shows how He's revealing, how to know God, but then there's the result and the rewards the riches, the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ, the rewards, the tr- these are every one of which is worth more than all the wealth of the earth put together multiplied times infinity. Okay? And let me just add this. I'm saying this with such emphasis because, well, for many reasons, but I want to give credit, you know, Let's let Jesus' words stand and proclaim them. You know, this is a, but it, 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 it is disappointing that many believers, and again, they're just they're in the born again phase. They would like they they might disagree with what I'm saying. They would say, "Oh, this is not, you know, that's not the right way to approach this." Um, I don't know what the you know, I just know. The overall thing, point of what I'm trying to make is it's so disappointing that so many believers, Catholics, Christians, Protestants, they miss it and they even criticize the people, patriarchs of the faith, who are walking with Jesus Christ and and have big ministries and are empowered they 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 are walking in the spirit empowered by the holy spirit they are just simply doing what jesus said to do you know and so they these so many believers i've seen it them do this i've heard them they've done it they've said this to me personally about but they criticize you know, the, I'm just going to state the names, you know, the, the Oral Roberts, the Kenneth Hagans, the, the um, T.L. Osborns, the Bonkies, the, they, they criticize um, Ken, the Kenneth Copelands, that, you know, these are patriarchs of the faith. They criticize Benny Hinn, they criticize, um, you know, Marilyn Hickey, perhaps. She's a great woman of God. Um, there's many others like them who are... They're, I'm not saying all of those people are patriarchs of the faith, but 
let's sum it up as the charismatic. So, okay. But not just criticizing those ministries, but they also will criticize um, the fact like if anyone speaks anything about the riches and the treasures, the prosperity message, which again, that's not money. It's spiritual prosperity. It's riches and treasures and rewards that Jesus offers that can be stored up in heaven. The, the greatest Jesus Himself is the treasure and the gift of God. He's the, un, he's the um, okay, and then they also criticize if someone proclaims healing. There's another area. It's like Jesus heals. He heals in every which way. He did that when He was on the earth. He's doing that today. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. Let's let Jesus be Jesus Christ. Let's don't criticize others. You know, finally I'm mentioning this. I'm trying to avoid talking about this topic. But that's actually one of the reasons that I'm just proclaiming this. I mean, I just want to, like a hammer, just continue to proclaim the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. The, the, the rewards, the treasures, the... the the riches. The Beatitudes is a great... It's the first teaching and there's... The first seven have every one of the rewards is just beyond comprehension. The second one, blessed are those who are consecrated to God, they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who mourn over their sin They'll be comforted. That's the Holy Spirit. He's the Comforter. He's God Almighty. He's His glory and majesty beyond comprehension. So, okay, I have a correction to make. And I actually, it's a mistake I just made. I missed it. But let me correct this. In the Beatitudes, the second one, the first one is, if someone is a spiritual beggar, if they're spiritually hungry God offers them the kingdom of heaven amen that's the second one is mourning over sin God comforts them so, and that's the holy spirit amen so if someone mourns over their sin we know Jesus revealed that in several ways many ways um he said repent he said there's two men one uh was mourning over his sin the other one said oh thank you God I'm not like other people I've tithed and so forth he said that the man who's humble and mourning over sin is the one who's accepted. Okay. Then the third one is those who are consecrated to God shall inherit the earth. And so again, there's a progression in all seven of these and in all nine that it's really f- quite fascinating. If someone's spiritually hungry, they find the Lord their Savior, if they hear the Gospel, they know it's Jesus Christ. Number two, they will be um, convicted by the Holy Spirit to mourn over their sin. They will realize, I'm a sinner. I need to repent. God comforts them. Gives them the Holy Spirit. That's the greatest treasure in the universe. Without the Holy Spirit, when we read the Beatitudes, and this is what happened to me. 
in the past when I would read them, I was like, before I found the Holy, was born of the Holy Spirit, I, I was trying to do these things and it just seemed like, you know, the translations make it seem like, well, we've got to be poor and we've got to mourn and be unhappy. And, and then the other translation for the third one is meek. In modern language, meek is not the greatest word. You know, meek is... But really, the, that that's altogether wrong. Let me state and set the record straight. When we find the Holy Spirit, it's a celebration with Jesus Christ. It is a glorious, awesome, eternal celebration in every which way. We, yes, we need to be spiritually hungry. That's the key. A key. We need to repent and mourn over our sin. But repentance, a great man of God recently said, that's even a, 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 um, a joyous thing when we repent because that's we repent and God is merciful he forgives us we forgives and forgets our sin and we we can move into the glorious spirit-filled life Jesus has set us free amen those who are consecrated to God that's the translation meek it's hard to translate that uh, that Greek word apparently <clears throat> but that's to have God with us, that's the greatest thing in the universe. There's no... Meek is not a... It, today's, you know, meek makes it seem like we need to act humble and so forth. No, we're, we're empowered God Almighty in our life. Amen. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. Shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. They shall be filled is what... Glory to God. Jesus spoke about hunger and thirst. He's the food. He's the blood. He's the His blood. His, he gives the living water. He satisfies in every which way. So my point is, glory to God. Jesus reveals how to know God and the, res, the rewards and treasures and riches are beyond comprehension. They are so awesome. Um, just touching on a few that come to mind. You know, he says if we confess him before people, he'll confess us before the Father, God Almighty. Confess us before the angels. This is just incredible. Um, he who leaves home or family or home shall receive 100 fold in this life and and in the age to come and in eternal life 100 fold is an exponential return exponential return i did not add into that list i know i keep saying this but jesus offers promises rewards treasures riches gifts the gifts of the holy spirit that's a whole nother area gifts you see how all those line up. All of them, all truth is parallel with our great God. Rewards, treasures. Jesus said, store up treasures in heaven. Um, riches. His first teaching, the Beatitudes that could be translated rich. Rich are the poor in spirit. Isn't that interesting? You, the paradox there. 
rich are the those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They'll be filled with the glorious Holy Spirit. Amen. So, oh, let me at least add this one. Read this one. I just saw this. This is in the Beatitudes, Matthew 5.11. Um, let me just read this. Blessed are, you, blessed are you when they revile and persecute you. Let me read the verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He promises it again. The kingdom of heaven. That's the kingdom of God. That's, the, that's beyond comprehension that God would offer that. Verse 11. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. There he says it again. Let's, let's let Jesus' words be stand and let's let the Holy Spirit reveal them. He's offering reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Promises, rewards, treasures, riches, the unsearchable eternal riches of Jesus Christ. Gifts. The gifts of the Holy Spirit. Fruit. The fruit of the Spirit. The gift of God. Jesus used that phrase. He told the woman at the well, if you had known who it was who was speaking to you. Well, let me read it. This is John chapter 4, verse 10, Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was who was says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked Him and He would have given you living water. The gift of God. That's Jesus Christ. That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, glorious. So, okay, the overall thing, the Holy Spirit reveals these wonderful things. I want to continue to encourage you to believe with you, to build hunger in anyone who will listen, to proclaim these things. Thank you for listening. Please do email us at hello at wonderreality.org. A lot of, please visit our websites. Wonderreality.org is the main website. Most of our websites are on the, uh, linked on the home page. Many of our books are on the home page that can be read for free. <clears throat> Lots of great information about heaven, about hell, about... Um, check out the book War in the Heavenlies that explains much about the spirit realm, about angels, about the enemy and his, you know, so forth. So much in that... Uh, that reveals so much, you know, that... Thanks for listening. There, we're planning to put up another podcast possibly later today, but um, blessings to you.